The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I'm scared to death and I use it for my advantage and I feel amazing. Tom Espinal! Oh! The batting has died! I'm here to take over, lad. I'm the new cash cow. I'm the new main man on the UFC roster. People are going to be calling me out now. Paddy, the body, Pimblet! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Dean Thomas, where where are you right now? Man, I'm in London town, baby. I'm out here with all my peoples. From the UK. Right now, as I speak to you, is it people in the room or is it just me and you? No, it's just me and you. Like, I mean, I'm in the media room. The UFC, yo, shout out to the UFC for hooking me up with the media room. They, they allowed me to come into the media room so I could do this. First of all, you really, and I'm saying, and you know, I love you. You, you, you really are a whore. What are, you, <laughs> what, are you, what are you, fucking Ricky Bobby? I think there's some space on your fucking eyebrow or something. You could put a fucking other head. What do you got? What's on the back of you, fucking Five Guys Fries or fucking? You're a fucking whore. Look at you. How much space are you going to be on now? It's not that, man. I just, this is all. No. What are you talking about? Like the, the stuff I'm wearing? This is all free stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have nothing else. I only wear free clothes. Anyway, Dean Thomas, this is what we're going to do. We, we're going to have. uh Patty Pimplet on. Pimplet. What did you say? Did you call him Pimplet? I said Patty Pimplet. 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 How do you say it? Pimplet. I think that's it. Okay, Pimplet, yeah. Yeah. And the to- Tom Aspinall on. Yeah, yeah, Tom Aspinall. But before, Tom is ready to go, but you got to hold, hold on for literally not even a minute, okay? Not even in a minute. We're going to, the audience, we're going to start it back, but I want you to hear, have you ever heard, um, Big Dick Energy by Lotto. No, nah, man, I never heard that. I got that Big D Energy, bro. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, that Big D Energy. All That's right. why my name start with a D. Fuck. Dean Thomas. We got Tom Aspinall. Let's, <laughs> pretend, let's pretend that last five minutes didn't happen. Let's go! <laughs> Tom, what's up, man? 
Guys, hello. Let me start off this thing just with a quick confession. Yes. I may be the biggest Matt Sarah fan that has ever walked the face of the earth. Oh, Matt, yes, I love I, you. I wish I had a fucking applause button. Dean Thomas, come on, Dean. I don't want to clap for myself. No, no, I'm going to clap for you. I'm going to clap for you. God, oh my goodness. What a way to, what a way to. to that you know, is a, that is a way to start an interview. That is how you get on the good side. Let me tell you. Uh, hey, Tom, first of all, for, I don't believe this is your first time on the show. I'm excited about that. We want to get to know you a little bit because you're, you know, dude, undefeated, undefeated in the UFC. You're doing something right. People are always going to go, hey, man, could he go the distance? How could he go after three rounds? He never went after three rounds. That might be annoying, but it means you're doing something right when the fights aren't going past fucking three rounds. How do you take it when people are actually like, oh, man, let's see what happens to him. Like, look what happened to Terrence McKinney when he got tired. What do, you, what do you tell people when they start questioning your endurance? I mean, at the moment, it's unknown to everybody. Like, I, to be honest, I think they're quite valid points because I'm quite interested myself because I don't know how the third round feels. I definitely don't know how the fourth and fifth rounds feel. So it's a question that I would like to tick off myself. If you finish in everyone quick, like you're doing something right. So I'm happy with the way it's gone so far. You fight the way you train. I know you, you haven't felt it in a fight, but I'm sure, how's it, how's it going in sparring? I'm sure you've done five rounds. You have, to, you have to know in your heart that you could go five rounds, correct? Oh, many times. Many times in training I've done it. Um, and I mean, you know what it's like? We do it in the worst situations in training as well. It's like you have a fresh guy outside the cage waiting for you. You have another guy in. You know, you're fucking tired. Guys are coming in, beating the shit out of you when you're tired. It's, it's just uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable time. So I'm looking forward to having somebody who is on the same level as exhausted as I am for the five rounds, hopefully. Well, my whole thing with you getting tired and fighting all those rounds is that when I watch you fight, I sense a bunch, a lot of composure in the way you fight. And even when you fought Orlovsky, you put together like a 40-piece combination on him and then knew to chill out a little bit so you didn't get tired. And that, to me, was a sign of maturity and experience that is well above probably your years that you have in fighting. So, like, I don't know. I, to me, the question isn't how you're going to respond when you get tired. It may be how you're going to respond when, say, you get hurt and tired or so on and so forth but i'm but the question i want to ask you really is this you said something about and this is when like you when you first came on the scene that you didn't feel like you was ready to move up and you said you had a lot to learn and that you still felt like you you know you still wanted to to grow and develop more before you took on these top guys do you still feel that way or is this your coming out party I mean, it is my coming out party, that's for sure. But I think, me personally speaking, I think that the difference between me and the top of the top level guys is not skill level, it's not speed, it's not power, it's not any of that kind of stuff. Literally, the only difference between me and the top level guys is experience. Like, I don't have that experience, and I'm aware that the experience, it is an important factor in this game. So, uh, basically, I, I wanted to take the fight because the, I'm going to say this without trying to sound too cocky because I'm, I'm not trying to come across that way. This is just honesty. Um, anybody outside the top 10, anybody outside the top 15, like they're not going to give me any time really in the octagon. I'm not saying that they can't beat me because they can beat me. You know, everybody's got a puncher's chance. This is the heavyweight division, etc. Um, but I just think I'm head and shoulders above them guys skill-wise. So the guys outside the top 10, the guys outside the top 15, like they're just not 
going to give me much octagon time at all. So, uh, you know, we need to take the step up and start fighting these mega experienced, mega dangerous guys. And I feel like, like say, this is my coming out party now. It's my time to do it and I'm going to enjoy it. I, li- I like how you said uh, when you're sparring, how it gives you confidence when you're fighting a guy on the same level as you uh, endurance wise, where when you get those fresh guys, I used to split it up like two guys around. And there was always that one prick who was like, yeah, yeah. Can I go in on the last, the fifth round, the last two and a half minutes? That motherfucker, they want to be fresh when you're the most tired. No, right or wrong, you always got those cocksuckers. I was always that guy. Matt's tired. Let me let me get him now. Yeah, that shit brought me back. Yo, but Tom, for the people that don't know you, they just know you as the guy going in there just putting people away, which is awesome. But a little bit about you. What, what was where, where are you from, first of all? And what was the first discipline you started with, with the arts? Uh, so I'm from, I'm obviously a, a British guy. I'm from Manchester, England. Yeah, we love a bit of Manchester in this place. Man, Matt, hey, y'all, believe it. Y'all, y'all be fighting in Manchester, man. It's dangerous over there. All y'all do is fight. Matt, believe it or not, believe it or not, you're not going to believe this, but we have actually met in Manchester, England before. I, me, me, and you? You, me and you. I was there. You don't know it because I was just like hiding around corners, you know, taking pictures with my little camera at the time. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, we met We met actually <laughs> in the... Uh, we met in a UFC, like in a hotel lobby one time. You won't remember it. This was year, this was years ago. I remember being in Man. I remember just everybody in Manchester was oh, I, every time I've been there, dude, phenomenal. They were just always so nice to me. They were, I don't know, they're very um, salt of the earth people. You know what I mean? Like very down to earth people. I got, I always was blown away. And the same thing with Raging Al. I was there with Raging Al one time, but like, yo. These people are awesome. You know what I mean? Buying me drinks and singing songs and shit. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's a very, it's a very, uh, it's like a blue collar kind of place, you know, very, very working class place, friendly place. Everybody there is like, not everybody, but you know, most people, the very warm people and, you know, family people and stuff like that. So it's, it's a nice place. But to answer the question, the original question, I actually, uh, my father is one of the first UK BJJ black belts. So shit. First of, first of all, I got into uh, I got into jujitsu. First of all, I got into jujitsu. Then I got into a little bit of wrestling. You know, I was always a big kid, so like I would be going into the jujitsu competitions, and I would be twelve years old, and there would be no one in the, the next guy in my weight category would be sixteen. Yeah, you know stuff like this. So I, I would get a little bit sick of fighting people older than me. So I'd switch to another discipline where I could compete. I'd go to boxing for a little bit, and I'd I'd, I'd have a few boxing fights, and then I'd switch to Thai boxing and wrestling and. Uh, by the time I was 18, I'd basically done a little bit of everything. And then it was just like a natural progression. I want to do, I want to be in the UFC. What's your father's um, lineage with his black belt? Do you know his instructor? He's from, uh, he's from Carlson Gracie. Okay. All right. There you go. I, I always, you know, I always like to know for some reason, it always goes back to like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon type of thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm from the Carlson side too. Are you? Yeah, from Laborio. You're like a you're like a Ronin. You're like a masterless samurai. You're like a a fucking gunslinger for hire. Look at him. He's look at him. He knew he was going to be on the camera today. He's like Ricky Bobby. Look at this. Look at him, Tom. Look no, at him that is there. not true. That is not true. No. no. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom, you, so you, you so you took to the uh, the striking just as easily to the grappling, or one more easier to the other. No, no, I did. I actually didn't. I actually, uh, for my first few fights, I had like no striking. You know, the the turning point for me, in all honesty, was 
one time in a fight, in one of my amateur fights, I knocked someone out. Like I, I just punched them and I just knocked them clean out on the floor. And then I realized, oh shit, like you can save a lot of energy from just punching somebody. Like you don't have to take them down. You don't have to pass guard. You don't have to try and do all this other stuff. You can just do that. You can just bump and they're asleep. The fight's over. And then from that point, basically, I just fell in love with striking. I just wanted to knock everybody out. I was going to say, doesn't it suck? Like, listen, I think this, I think about this a lot, man. There's guys out there that train their hardest and a couple of things that they just can't help. Or, or one is their chin. You know, maybe they can help like being more elusive, but they're not going to strengthen their chin. Some people just got glass chins. And another thing is power. You know what I mean? Like some guys can hit that heavy bag all day long and they better hope they're precise as fuck because they can't crack an egg. You know what I mean? So do you ever think like, thank goodness you got some power, even though I'm sure you work on it and make it better. I'm all, I mean, dude, fuck, if I didn't have heavy hands and just a fucking Ua Plata, I'm not getting a fucking world title. Be <laughs> <laughs> honest, you don't think I think about this? Thank you. I these fucking, I got a nice Kimura, but fuck, I wasn't getting George down. <laughs> I'm with you on that shit, especially as you get older. You're a young dude. Because I used to be like running around, chasing guys down. It's fucking tiring. The, the, and just the striking alone, it, it, it's not that it's not tiring, but it's better than a failed double leg. I don't know. I know. I made you chase me around for 15 minutes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I think that's the last time I did that shit. I go, fuck this. I better learn to fucking strike. Yeah. So, Tom, let me ask you something. When you're not training, which I'm sure you're, right now you're in beast mode, Give, let, let, let the people know. What, what do you like to do? What is one of the hobbies unrelated? You know, I don't want to oh, hear well. rest about you on your mountain bike. No, I'm only kidding. If that's what you're into. Every time I say <laughs> this, guys go, oh, I like kettlebells. I go, what the fuck? I don't like I'm only kidding. What is it, Tom? What do you like to do? Well, I got three small children. I got three small kids. So, you know, that takes up a lot of the old time because, you know, I'm busy. I'm busy, man. I got three kids. How old? So I got a five-year-old boy and I got uh, two-year-old twins boys. Wow. So, oh, wow. Man, you, you are busy. Man, yeah. Especially at that age, you got to be like Spider-Man, like with the reflexes. Catching I, so, so, I mean, so that brings me to my next question. What, the one thing that everybody knows about you is your speed. Well, first, you got to be fast to deal with those three kids, I'm sure. But I remember watching you fight and thinking – Man, he's, you know, I didn't think you were as big as you were because you were so fast. It wasn't until recently I realized you were 6'5". Six, 6'5", five. Six, five, and you got the speed of a middleweight. When did you realize that this was an asset of yours? Yeah, I think a lot of people have the same issue as you. You know, I see a lot of people say, he's not even a heavyweight. He's not, he's not a big heavyweight, but I'm one of the biggest heavyweights on the roster. Like, I've met a lot of these guys before, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bigger than most of these guys. Um, I think where it comes is I started off training when I wasn't as big. Like I was a kid when I started training. So I was never a big guy. You know, I, a lot of big guys, like they come in the gym and they're just, they're already massive. Like they use the size to win a lot of the rounds and, you know, muscle through a lot of techniques and don't use technique properly and do all the other stuff. They don't really need to use speed because they're so big and strong, but you know, I used I used my speed a lot because I was a lot smaller when I first started training, and I think I just kind of maintained that as I grew as I grew into an adult. Main event, man. It's with that comes a lot more attention, but also some shit could be annoying. You got people hitting you up for tickets and stuff. Tom, yes, tell me. Yes, of course, of course, I have. Yeah, yes, of course, I got people. 
Yeah, of course, of course. Selfish motherfuckers, you're getting ready. You can either have the best day of your life, the worst day of your life. He's, oh, can I even get a ticket for me and my cousin? Fuck off, mate, right? (laughs) I know the feeling. I don't like that shit. People are so selfish, you know? I don't like, sometimes people try to go through me for tickets. I go, dude, I don't like asking tickets for myself. I'm that guy. Don't make me, I'm not cashing in a favor for you. So I don't know. <laughs> Why do I get all up in arms? Ah, well, listen, man, I don't know. I'm excited about it. It's your time to shine, Tom. It really is. Oh, definitely. And you know what? I'm just taking this uh, for what it is like. I'm just going to go in there and just have the time of my life. You know, forget about this pressure. Forget about all the other stuff. You know, a lot of these guys, they don't even get the opportunity to do this. You know, a lot of these guys don't even get the opportunity to fight in the UFC. Never mind headline a main event in your own country. So, man, on Saturday, I'm just looking forward to going in there and just absolutely having the time of my life. Dude, that's a that's a great mindset, brother. Hey, man, we'll be watching this weekend. All our best, Tom. Thank you. Anytime. Anytime. Thank you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Listen, I forgot to ask Tom. Did you see the new Batman movie? I did not see the new, the Could new Batman movie. Could you please get with the pop culture, man? First, first, you never heard the song "Big Dick Energy." No, man, I saw something more. I saw something way more important. Something that I thought that you would appreciate. What is that? that? West Side Story, because it's all singing, and oh. I, I absolutely love the new West Side Story. When you reject, you reject, you reject all, the all the way from your, your first, first cigarette, cigarette to your last fucking day. When you reject, you can do what? I'm just saying, man. You're out it again. You listen to that old school stuff, and I'm gonna listen to Big D Energy. I clean it up. I clean up in case there's kids in the car. See, that's I got a, the energy. That's the difference and, between and, me and, and you. You see what I'm saying? And, I listen to sophisticated and, music for adults, and, and, and you listen to Big D Energy. Big D Energy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we? Are you still on air? <laughs> no, they, 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 they canceled us. Oh shit! We are so good. One, we bring good. Thank you. Thanks for taking that. Listen. I love Raven Gear, but thanks for taking the hat off. I gotta. Yeah, man, I'm taking it off. You can't be like a goddamn billboard on the show. No, man, listen. You can't be like a billboard on the show. Some self respect. It's not, it's not, it's not self respect. <laughs> <laughs> I was not, I was, listen, it's all I, it's what I had on today, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, I literally got off the plane a couple hours ago, man. This is what I had on today. You hey, know man. what I'm saying? And like I said, shout out to the UFC people. 
the yeah, research man. in the back, man, they, they hook me up all the time, man. People don't understand how to operate. Can I just say enough of your talk about, you want to waste everybody's time about you getting free shit? They hate <laughs> on you when you break I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people, the, the work behind the scenes at the UFC. You're right. All everybody want to talk about is Conor McGregor oh, and Jorge Oh, Masvidal. I'm sorry. Oh, let's be appreciative. I want to thank the UFC for my Hall of Fame jacket. It fits yes. so nice. And I wear it out. And stop kissing everybody's ass. You are Dean fucking Thomas. I know, stop man. But- don't listen to me. And listen, again, this camera's not on. Stop being the guy just happy to be here. You deserve it. No, but I'm happy to be here. They're not going to be in your shoes. They, they couldn't even... They be shaking that coffee. They can't even put it to their lips. <laughs> remember who the fuck you are, that is true. Thomas. That is remember true. Remember who the right. fuck you are. I have to remember that. All right? <laughs> oh, come on, man. Shit. Oh, man, yeah, you silly. Rory, who do you want me to get on the fucking... Who do you want me to harass to get on your... Who do you want me to get... Fuck everybody. You're Dean fucking Thomas. That's what I try to tell Rory. I try to tell him that. Listen to me, man. I can't wait to do... Listen, we got to do another... Looking for a fight soon because I'm gonna be going under the knife soon, bro. <gasps> you that knee surgery? My knee. I'm done. This is the problem. I'm sure you. I'm sure you look on my Instagram, Matt Sarah BJJ, and you see me doing maybe a drop Sayanagi into a modified clock choke, or you see me doing a um escaping S mount into X guard. Okay, I, I've seen it. I've seen I it. Know, I and I've done it. But the I've point, seen it. The point is this. That's all I can do. I could do that, play VR, I attack my wife, but I, I mean, I can't, I'm not going for the walks, running out of the question, and I'm starting to walk so fucked up, I'm afraid it's going to affect my hips, and next thing you know, I'm a fucking broken person. Let me get the goddamn knees done. Bisping spares, won't swears by it. All right, Dean Thomas? I'm just- Are you using the same doctor that he used? Because like, no. you could be using it, I mean, I don't know what kind of insurance you got. You might got that Bobo insurance and you send know. you over to the mother. <laughs> nah, man. Some doctor I'm doctor in the hood. I'm going to the city on Monday, man. I'm going to be seeing. Uh, I'm going to be seeing somebody. I'm going to be seeing. I don't want to. You know. I don't know. You better make sure it's a good doctor, though. At a very good, a very good doctor. You know. All right. But anyway, I recommend you seeing the Batman. Really? I know. Sometimes you think that I'm just a big man shot. Sometimes you are. I always. I always think that. Well, listen. It's off. I never not think that. <laughs> What do you want? want me to be a stiff? You want me no. to be a fucking stiff? No, I, I like you being a man child. That's cool. I got that big D energy. <laughs> got that big D energy. Got that rope. I'm coming to you, D Thomas. I'm coming to you. Pull the rope. Then let you pull. I pull the rope. I got that big D energy. Energy. Anyway, listen. That song. I'll tell you. Yo, we got Patty Pimpley coming on, man. Tell me about who Patty's fighting. Kazula Vargas? Kazula. Kazula Vargas. Yeah, tough, tough Mexican kid, man. You know what I'm saying? A tough, strong Mexican kid. Power punchers, like sit down on his punches. But, uh, you know, it, it's one of the fights where uh, I, I think it favors Patty in a way, but he's also got to be careful because, you know, Patty, his defense be lacking sometimes. He likes, he likes to get hit, it seems. And this dude likes to punch hard. So, like, you know, this could be, this fight could, um, I, I ain't gonna let nobody hit it off the Hennessy. Hit it off the Hennessy. Big D energy. Hit it off the Hennessy. You're a grown ass man. I just do this to see if you laugh. I don't laugh at that. You're not even laughing with me. You're laughing fucking at me. 
Stop. Of course. Uh, I, of course I'm laughing at you. I'm a, I'm a husband and a father. Oh, listen, Dean Thomas. So as of today, I got a week. Uh, the family's out, the fam's out of town, bro. I'm like, yo, <gasps> no, yeah, for real. Come over here, dude. Let's 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 film, man. Let's I film old school too. Let's fucking do it. Oh let's man, how long? Fucking Kaga. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Yes, yes. How long? They, how long they going for? Uh, a week. <laughs> they're meeting up with my sister-in-law in Florida, my in-laws. Then they're doing. Park. Have a good time. Oh, wait a minute. This is that time of year where y'all supposed to go to Disney, oh, right? No, Remember? I went to Disney already. I did. Oh, you already first. did that? Dude, nobody spends more time with their family than me. You know that. Oh, I know that. You no. Know, followed very followed closely by my time in VR and my academy, which I'd say the Academy VR is a close second and third, but the Academy being more. Nah, I know I know how much time you spend with your family. Yeah. You, and I'm sure they appreciate you, you like goof on me with it. You're like, oh no, well, I don't. You're like, why are you always calling them? I'm like, why not? What do you mean? Why, why, that is true. I'm like, why are you <laughs> I'm like, why are you always calling your family for? I think he was, I think it was even our producer, Rory. He's like, why not? What are you talking? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I guess it's the first thing you can bitch about, Dave Thomas. You know? That is true. Why am I tripping on you about Yo, calling your family? Hey, like, that's a bad thing. Hey, man, well, we got a couple minutes. Let's talk about uh, this fight card, bro. Holy fucking. I got to stop cursing so much. Let me clean that up right now. I will not curse. For the rest of the show. And this is not a bit. Because then they're going to go to and be like, look, you cursed. I'm not cursing. All right. I'll help you with that because I don't curse. I, don't, I try not to curse on air anyway. All right. No cursing. Cock balls. I got out of my system. <laughs> now we're done. Starting All right. right no now. more starting, starting right now. now. Right now. Right, no accurate. Let's yeah. start with the main event. All right. Let's start back. Okay, yeah. Uh, Alexander Volkov versus Tom Aspinall. Yeah. Um, Dude, first of all, I'm always that guy kind of biased after we have a guy on. I like him. I always do the same thing, too, but, but I've, I've, I've made my pick early. Dude, but dude, listen to me. This kid grew up on MMA, man. His dad being one of the first black belts over in Manchester. I mean, I, 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 like, I, like, I like where his head's at. The right about a confident and the right about of, you know, let's keep this in perspective. Don't put too much on it where I'm not going to fucking pull the trigger. You know? Yeah. Um, I've always liked Tom Aspinall, man. And I think he's going to bust Alexander up. I think he's going to be too fast for him. He's too slick for him. I mean, Alexander is a durable guy. He's going to be around for a while. But Tom Aspinall, I think he's just too fast and too slick, man. I think he's going to bust him up. Okay. I know you're objective when you're over there. You're calling these fights, no? No. Well, yeah. Well, kind of. I I mean, I'm working, you know, I I just sit and I just analyze him. I don't call him. You just say what yeah. you say. So you could be like, oh, man, oh I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all and I'm always wrong. So like it doesn't matter. So, no, nah, you listen to me. What's the name of um Justin Gagey's coach? Oh, Trevor Whitman. The true Trevor Whitman has a voodoo doll of you. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Every, I know that, that's, my, that's, that's why my back hurt now, man. My I back. can't hardly walk. But <laughs> Son of a bitch. I might need that gig. <laughs> I'm only fucking around. Listen, I think uh I think Tom. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna catch him early. I think he's gonna get him. Ah, uh, second round. Think so. Second round, he's gonna find his home. I think. You know what? I think Alexander's gonna be like, oh, I must break you. Alexander's like a big, like fucking James Bond villain. Some guys are like that. Yeah. Him and Magomed, they could be like two henchmen, but like the fucking like big, like fucking serious guys. I don't know, but uh, I think Tom's gonna find his home, dude. The guy doesn't. 
He doesn't know any better than to retreat at all. He's going to go forward. He's going to, like, you know, he's not going to be cautious. I think, I mean, he will, but it, what he's doing is working for him. So right. it's like, it's not like we have to see, oh, which Tom shows up. He's going to show up. And uh, is oh, yeah. they going to be able to deal with that? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that, the only thing that, that I could see to work against Tom is fighting at home and getting nervous. But, you know, talking to him right now, he seems like he's got that under control. Because, you know, sometimes you fight at home and distractions, no. you get a little nervous. But he sounds like he got that under control, so I'm not even worried about that no more. Yo, we got Patty Pimplett, man. Let's get Patty Pimplett, idiot. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What up, Patty? How are we, Matt? You good? Good, man. How we doing, bro? I'm good, lad. I'm good. What's going on? Are you at the club? Where you at? We're in where we've got the after party. Liverpool are playing in 45 minutes, lad. So uh, we're going to have, have to do it here. I need to watch the Mighty Reds play. Ah, fuck. The Mighty Reds? What's the Mighty what? Reds? What's happening, Meatball? Is that... No, no Molly. Meatball. go Molly. It's One a Meatball me to another. One Meatball to another! Yes! <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it, people. <laughs> hey, listen. You show me your friends. You show me. Oh, now we lost them. We left with meatball. Oh, here, here you go. Here you go. Here you I thought he took off with meatball, Milwaukee. <laughs> Patty, how are you, bro? I'm good. How are we, fella? You good? I'm good, man. I, I, it's so funny, man. I, I, I looked on the, you know, you see those fucking things on YouTube, but the news and the MMA, and I see the guy throwing, uh, you, you guys are throwing shit at each other in a cafeteria. What am I? Listen, I got three kids at school. I'm watching the new Batman. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know what's going on when I chim it. What's going on, Patty? Why are you getting attacked? What happened? People trying to use hang off my coattails, lad. People trying to jump on board my my hype train, lad, and get something out of it. That's all it is. You're a likable guy. Why did that guy throw that at you? A lot of Georgians have took something and have said the wrong way. Like, you need to get your boy straight, lad. Marev, tell him to get his facts right, lad, because he's saying the same thing. I never I never said nothing about no war, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're all saying that I've said something about a war when I haven't. I, don't you hate when things get political? You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like that, you know what I mean? I just had a back and forth with Guram, and then Ilya got, Ilya got involved. The, well, he's not Ilya no more to me. He's Mr. Hand Sanitizer. <laughs> Know what I mean? He'll never be his normal name now. He's Mr. Hand Sanitizer. So I had an argument with Good Am and Mr. Hand Sanitizer. And I said something which, when I look back now, it was out of line. I didn't mean it to come across that way. It got took completely out of context. 
But if he wants to try and throw punches at me, I'll slip it and throw a hand sanitizer at his head. Yeah. Dude, I mean, <laughs> listen, you know what it is? You're a likable guy. I can't see you being a guy that's trying to hurt people's fucking, like, not, not a guy you're fighting or a guy you want to smack. But like, He's honest. You know, he's honest for him. And that's, and we talk about him being a likable guy. When we were in New York City, I remember the line to get us a, a Patty Pimlet signature was wrapped around the building all the way into the street, onto the other block. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this dude has one fight in the UFC and has already got this type of buzz. Patty, how did you get that type of buzz so fast? Because I'm just real, lad. I'm just me. I'm not putting on no character like you see a lot of these fighters nowadays trying to put on like a WWE persona. That ain't me, lad. I'm just me. And I think a lot of people can relate to me because I don't try and be something that I'm not. I'm just, I'm just who I am. And also, I don't look like a fighter. You know what I mean? I'm not. I haven't got a shaved head. And you look like a beetle. I look like I'm in a boy band. Yeah. You, I mean, you're checking off all the boxes because there's something about you. It's, you know, people, they, you know, it draws attention that that's and you don't have to be a douchebag to get that that's what i like about you your fighting's exciting you're energized you seem like a happy-go-lucky guy you know i you don't seem like a guy that walks around with a chip on his shoulder like a guy like dean thomas you seem like a guy that's always looking that. you know what i mean you're always smiling <laughs> even in the cage i'm all even today when i was um I had to stare down with Rodrigo Vargas today. I still shook his hand and smiled at him. You know what I mean? I, I can't help it. I'm, I'm just a happy-go-lucky guy, as you say. I don't, I don't try and upset anyone, but some people take things and say the wrong way. You know what I mean? And because of that, they don't like me. So it's one of them. Everybody, every fight in the UFC is a tough fight. But when people see that they're going to be matched up with you, they want all your shine. They want it. They want to be Patty. They want people to say, oh, that's the guy that beat Patty. How does that feel? Because you know, it's not like you're in there and you're the guy, you're the UFC champ right now, and they every everybody obviously wants your head. They want you as a feather in their cap. They want to steal your greatness. How does is that something extra about that? Because that comes with all the attention. Yeah, it does. That's something that I saw coming years and years ago. I knew that was coming even before I signed with the UFC. I knew once I was there and I got my first win and had my first interview and all the attention was on me, I knew full well that every man and his dog would start calling me out. That's just, that's been happening to me for years on the UK MMA scene. There's a few dudes on the UK MMA scene who got a reputation just because I argued with them. So now... I'm just not giving anyone any attention. Like I say, Mr. Hand Sanitizer, I'm never going to give him any more attention, lad, unless he does try and steal it on me again and I'll knock him out. I'm just not going to do that before a fight when I could break my hand punching him. That's why I threw something at him. I'm not doing that in the lead up to a fight when I want to get paid to fight on Saturday night and to win. I'm not risking not fighting by punching someone like an idiot. Now, all these guys, they all want to attack you and, you know, steal your shine. Does any of those names sound enticing to you? Do you look at any of these guys and go, all right, that, I'll fight that guy. Is there anybody out there that you see? I just sign the name what gets put on the contract, lad. When I get sent the contract, whatever name is on that, I will sign it. It's that simple. I don't care who it is, um, where they're from, what background you've got. No matter who it is, I will sign that contract. Vargas was the first name what got sent to me and I signed the contract. Whoever's the next name what gets sent to me on the contract after the beat Vargas, I will sign the contract. But I'm going to get fat pissed. <laughs> I'll tell you, Patty, your attitude is, as in, I'm very impressed. I mean, we, 
Was your parents putting Tony Robbins uh, CDs in your crib listening? What was, <laughs> how did you, I want to know, like, your motivation. How did you get such self-belief? Like, where it's not it's not cocky if it's the truth. Like, you believe in your greatness. Where does that stem from? I believe in myself wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? I always say in this sport, you've got to believe you can beat anybody. Like, it doesn't matter what the odds are or what anyone says. It's not a team game. It's not football or basketball. You can't say, oh, yeah, that team of beaters doesn't work like that. This is fighting. This is one-on-one combat. You've got to believe wholeheartedly in yourself that you can beat anyone. So that's why when people ask me, oh, would you beat him? Would you beat him? I'm like, yeah, beat him tomorrow. Beat him tomorrow. Because I believe in myself that when that cage door shuts, I don't care who you put me in there with, I'll beat them up. I got to ask you. My Mark God. Zuckerberg is a lizard. I see that shirt. Now tell me. Oh, follow my. Oh, what is what is this? Is it what was an Instagram account disabled, Matt? What's disabled? Tell me. The Instagram with nine twenty thousand followers has been disabled. Why would they, why would they do that? He said because of bullying and harassment. When it's me who gets bullied and harassed, and I just give it back to the trolls. The worst thing about this one is they've took my account off me because I defended a three-year-old child who's dying. I posted them on me on me. I posted a video of him to try and raise money for his GoFundMe for his treatments. He's got a brain tumour and cancer. He's going through life-changing chemotherapy and experimental treatments. He's only three years of age and some disgusting human being commented something vile about him. So I I reported the comments and Instagram hit me with the notification. This comment does not go against our community guidelines, so we will not remove it. So because of that, I, 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 I... Yeah. I, I had to give the fella and I terrorised him. I said to him, listen, you, you're a piece of dog shit. You're like vermin on my shoe. The next day, my account got disabled. When you look around lately in the world, a lot of things are backwards right now. Like right now, Cain Velasquez is in jail and yeah. the person that did something to his relative is, is free. It's not, how is that justice? How does a judge do that? And just, how is that fine? How is that okay? It just... There's so much things that are just wrong now that, uh, I don't know. It's just very strange. I don't want to get negative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, you know, all you could do is, I don't know. Luckily enough, the new Instagram's already on like 80,000 followers. Yesterday when I got to the hotel, it was only on like 28,000. And a day doing UFC stuff, it's already up to 80. And I know when I have me fights and they say, who do you want to fight next? And I grab the mic and say, Mark Zuckerberg, I'm coming for you. I'm going to punch your head in. I know it'll jump back up up to a million. <laughs> you can't argue with that, Dean Thomas. Man, Patty, you are something else. What do you think about these comparisons that they that people have made between you and Conor McGregor? Well, I always say it's it's a brilliant comparison for me. Obviously, it's he's the biggest name the sport's ever seen. He changed the face of MMA. I always say McGregor doesn't get enough respect because of what he's done outside the cage, but he changed the game. You know what I mean? There wouldn't be so many eyes on the sport now, but. He brought a new demographic to the sport in like 20, 20 odd year olds. I bring a new demographic to sport where it's like four, five, six year olds. You want to see when I when I fight, like how many little kids are there. And I bring MMA fans in for life. Five, six, seven, eight year olds want to see me fight and then forever they're an MMA fan. We're going to over boxing while I'm fighting in the UFC. Watch. I can see that because like if, when you look at you, like you're very kid friendly. Like your hair... You got a clean face, like you should be on a Nickelodeon t- kid show. You're Thank very you. kid friendly. Oh, Look at him. Oh, no, okay. not you, Matt. No, you, you, no, not definitely not. You're, you're a villain, Matt. 
<laughs> but listen, when people when they when they do make that comparison, I guess it could be a little like once in a while annoying because it's like, yo, I'm my own person, I'm my own type of superstar. But it's not like, hey man, you're the next oh, that you remind me of fucking Frank Trigg or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be like, yo, what the fuck? What guy? You know what I mean? You want to fucking throw a sanitizer in my head if I said that. Hey, you're the next Diego Sanchez is gonna turn out to be a bin man. At least it's McGregor. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you don't even know who Frank Trigg is. You can't even laugh at that. He's like, who? Daddy, listen, man, you are on this weekend. We're listen, we're part of the many, many people around the world. When you're fighting, we're tuning in. Another day for you to shine. It's gotta be exciting. It's in England. Don't you worry. When I walk out, is it going to watch and be like, oh, my God, this kid is for real? Is it going to see an atmosphere like this I've never seen before? I promise you now, it's going to be special. I'm going to win the fight before I even get in the cage. His ass is going to fall out of him. I believe it, brother. I believe that you're showing up. I can't wait. All right, Patty. Come back on soon, bro. Definitely after I get this win, get back on me and I'll have nice big cheeks like this while I'm eating lots of cookies. Fuck it, yeah, Patty. Take care, brother. Fellas, thank you for having me. Last time he was on, he was talking about the the, uh, the chocolate crisps or something, like the, a different kind of chocolate bar. Yeah, you weren't on that time, but we were talking about some chocolate. He's saying the chocolate's better over there in England. Oh, is it? Ah, well, listen. Well, I, I can find out. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll shit. find out. Thomas! I'm here. I'm in the hotel right now. I think it's something called a chocolate crisp or some shit like that. Golden crisp. I don't know, man. All I know is I'm in London right now. I'm in the hotel right now. Honest, look at you. I saw Pat. Listen, I saw Patty in the elevator 30 minutes ago, and he said, I'm going to find a nice, quiet place to do this interview. And where did he do it? He did it outside the club, outside a concert. And look at you. You're in a fucking, you got your own cubicle and everything. Yeah, man. Did <laughs> you first like, listen, Patty Pimlet, I, I just, I like your energy. I, I know so many Georgians and Marab's a Georgian. There's such great people. I really don't think he meant anything to hurt people's feelings. I don't think so either. I don't I don't know what he said. I don't really know the ins and outs, but uh I, I think that he's a nice kid, you know. And now with Twitter, everything's weird. Maybe you say something you don't really mean or it comes out weird and I well it's man, and everybody's so sensitive. So like they're not willing to listen to the whole statement. So they just hear what they want to hear, they're sensitive, and then they just they start attacking people. Yeah. Until we can until we can slow down and have like serious conversations and serious dialogue, people are always gonna be this way. But they're just everybody's so sensitive and and just ready to and just ready to pull the trigger so fast, man. And it's unfortunate that you can't say nothing now because it's, if you say one thing, bam, everybody blow up on you. We like to have a good time. Is there something wrong? We like to have a good time. Yeah, man. We like to have a good time. Like, listen, if we're not having fun. Who's not having fun? So listen, right? Nobody's at the top is. I like that saying. I know. I stole it from you. So my family's away for a week. Maybe I'll have a kegger. I would come over, man, but I'm out here. I don't know, man. Maybe I I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I just got to keep myself busy. There's only so many video games I can play. I had a Stofus pizza for breakfast. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but you you like that right now. But wait, wait another week or two. Wait another couple of days, man, when... When you get tired of that and you miss your kids and your wife and you're going to be crying, calling me up on the phone crying. Well, don't pick up like normal. <laughs> be worried. No, this, about this, no this, time, this time I will pick up because I know that I know it's serious. Like if you call, if you end up calling me, I'm going to know it's serious. So I'm going to pick up for you. People don't know that about me. I don't do anything. 
<laughs> I don't, and my wife doesn't <laughs> like to do anything either. She likes to just train. I like that. Sometimes I see people going out, like outside doing things. I like movies yeah. and shit. Like, oh, this little Batman, my family. And like, I'll go out to eat my wife or something. Like, like me and my family at the training the other night with the Cheesecake Factory. That's great, oh, man. They had pizzas. I had that as hors d'oeuvres. It's fucking delicious. As appetizer, that hors d'oeuvres. But anyway, <laughs> I have a good time. Like, that's what I do. I just hang out with my family. I do my jujitsu. But I just, uh, my point is this. I don't like to go in. I know. I'm with you on it. So, like, I don't, I'm going to be a homebody. All I'm going to do is I'm going to spend a lot more time at the school. But I'm always at the school. I'm going to stay busy, Dean Thomas. What about you? What about you in, in, in England? I'm man. I'm gonna go out here, man. I'm I'm gonna go see some Shakespeare. No, come on, dude. First time there? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I've been like to Manchester and Birmingham and Liverpool, but this is my first time in London. I've never been to London before. Oh shit! Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go by. I'm gonna go by Buckingham Palace. I'm gonna see if I can't get the the guards to. Oh, uh, don't get yourself in trouble. I ain't gonna get in trouble. They they cool with they cool with the brothers from yeah, the United States. Like, Guarding the Queen. Yeah, <laughs> in the queen. I don't know. Maybe they don't. <laughs> Did you know that Arnold Allen is fighting Dan Hooker? Yeah, man, that's a great, great fight too, man. I, I, I kind of go back and forth on this, but I know which way I'm leaning. It's the return of Gunnar Nelson. Yeah, I just talked to his people right now. I like Gunnar Nelson. I know, man, but we're not going to see the fight, the, the the fight that we wanted, really, because I wanted to see him fight Claudio Silva. That would have been two good jujitsu guys, man. But now, now fighting uh, Takisi Shot Sato. You know, Sato knows how to fucking uh, get out of a rear naked choke. What are you trying to say? Yeah, I mean, but but he's not, but he's not so jujitsu oriented like Claudio Silva was. Well, there you go. But you know, you can't make an omelet. You know that saying. And also, yeah. when I was in, uh, was it London or was it maybe Manchester for um, a UFC right after I got the title back in mm-hmm. 07, uh, There's a picture of me in like the doorway of a hotel room and on the mats in front of me was Eddie Bravo rolling with a very young Gunnar Nelson who wasn't in the UFC. Really? Oh, a hundred bits out there circulating. Yeah. I'm going to listen to this and find it. It's pretty funny. So in the future, that kid was rolling with Eddie. So I was meeting them. I was meeting Eddie and Joe to go out and get some lunch. So I was there and Eddie was getting a sweat out with a uh, Gunner. And he didn't mm-hmm. know he was, that's before Gunner was, you know, known. He was like a young kid. It's funny. Yeah. But anyway, you know, I just like to do that whole, you know, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah, I mean, it's funny when you see somebody like so young and then when you watch them grow up and then eventually make it. I mean, there's for me, that that gives me a lot of pride, man. I love to see that when I see these young guys. And then later on, I see them in the, in the UFC like Mike Davis. I remember watching him in the gym in Orlando. And then now, you know, he you know he's fighting in the UFC. He was actually supposed to be on this card, but he got hurt. Did you hear that fucking Kevin Holland? Oh, yeah. They 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 take they took out a gunman. Yeah, in the restaurant shooting, no injury. How crazy is that? I know, man. And I wrote him today, and he he was like, "Yeah, man, it was it was a wild night." But it's crazy, man. I think we need to get behind Kevin Holland more, man. I think Kevin Holland has has got a lot of star power, and I think we forget about him. He's like Batman. Yeah, he ran. We he says, "Look, we ran to the uh, to the shooter, got him down, strangled him, took the gun from him, and they called the police." I mean, come on, man, that's some Batman shit. It is. I'm vengeance. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. You didn't see the movie. That's said when you see the movie, that'll, I did. That'll make more sense. Is it is it sad that during the week I might see the movie by myself? No, I go to the movies all the time by myself. Yeah, yeah. 
I used to do, I used to do that in the city. I saw the Big Lebowski by myself. I saw the tragedy. I saw the the tragedy of Macbeth by myself. It's a tragedy that you fucking even seen that. Movie. <laughs> really i listen to me i would see that at gunpoint (laughs) (laughs) Uh, man i'm talking about batman don't bring that shit up to me okay you're right you're right bad timing bad timing i'm only kidding (laughs) listen all i know is the fights are this weekend and uh let me just uh, point people out that it's a ufc fight night 204 volkov volkov versus um Espinel, Espinel, sorry. And uh, it's in London. You're there. And just so they know about the times, the prelims start at 1 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN+. And the main card starts 4 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN+. Yep. So that's 4 p.m. on this Saturday. Dude, I love when there's a fights on. I do. You know? So that, it's going to be a late night for me. But i tell you one thing, man. Ain't no goddamn sun out here in London. Dude. I'm like, where is the sun? You should like Ain't it. no sun. You should like it. Fucking, uh, you're like one of the cast of Twilight, dude. You never, you don't like the sun. You, always, I mean, no. I one time you're sitting there, like, you're like, dude, what do you like? Soak up that. I'm like Superman in that scene of Man of Steel when I have the sun on me, and I'm just like, he's like, what are you doing? Like challenging the challenging energy. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's in Abu Dhabi. That's a different type of sun. Oh. Like, I don't, I don't want that sun. That's I want a, a normal that sun. That sun got me five grand. That guy yeah. that powered me up, and I got up there pissed Michael Bisping. In fairness, he had one leg. He gives that a fucking... You know? Hey, dude, Paul Craig's back on here. Dude, come on, man. I'm not for anybody pulling guard a lot of times, but, dude, all day long, pull guard, please. Man, I just... I saw him, and he was out in front of the hotel skateboarding, and we talked about that, man. He said, hey, listen, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get what you want. And he's right, man. Like, if that's his strong suit to be on his back to submit people... How is he going to get there but other than pull guard? Dude, man. Some people say you can't always get what you want, even though you try sometimes, you know? But you get what you need. You fucking missed that, didn't you? You missed it. Yeah. Dean Thomas, I got to be me. There's no one else for me to be. You understand? I know. That's why I knew you like West Side Story, because you always break out into random songs anyway. My wife makes fun of me about it. She's like, she's like, we watched, we just watched it recently. Yeah. The kids. And uh, they were they were a little. I like the songs in it still. Me too. But I do like the original better, better a little bit. I think Tony was more a little tougher. This one was a little like, eh. yeah. You know, the other Tony was like, hey, not like that. But he was yeah. like, come on, I think there's something out there for me. And he had that little. And next thing you know, he saw Natalie Wood at the fucking yeah. pool dance. Yeah, and got a little wood. <laughs> I don't say things like that. No, listen, well, listen, that. listen to that song, Big D Energy, please. I got it. And, um, you know, D. Thomas, anything you want to plug, my friend? Um, Just uh, Matt Sarah. Oh, not looking for a little... oh, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, look, sorry. No way. Looking, people for, a fight. looking for a fight. People listening <laughs> don't know that I was motioning to you. <laughs> Meaning, I wanted you to say looking for a fight. But you thought I was saying for you to promote, promote me. And I yeah, said, I was no. Gl- no. I was going to say, if you're ever in New York City, stop by Matt Sarah's school. Well, private lessons on him. Well, if you're in the city, that's Hensel Gracie Academy. Okay. It's on 30th. Well, if Uh, you're ever in Long Island. If you're in Long Island, SarahBJJ.com. SarahBJJ. Go check him out. Yeah. But if you're you're not in the city or on Long Island, you got internet, check out Dana White looking for a fight. The last episode. When was the last episode? Houston. 
the episode the episode we got oh denver the last episode was denver we got another one coming out in kansas city that coming out i don't know but it's coming out news right now do you know when that's coming out i don't know but rory conf the director told me he saw it and he said it was very good so we got it yes oh dude man dude wait till they get wait till they get a load of you and me we got the big d energy (laughs) ready all i all i can say was we was on laura sanko's farm doing it up oh fuck it just came back to me in a sudden yo yes it's terrible yes you are dean thomas i'm not saying what went down exactly but you need a raise bro you're a champ you are a champ man i do what i gotta do yo me i'm there for support though (laughs) i know i love it man i wouldn't be able to do it without your support i need you there i need you oh thank you my brother you my brother and i need you thank you so much me and you do a lot not only for uh for the sport MMA, but for just race relations everywhere. We do. <laughs> we do. We genuinely like I genuinely like you. Well, thank you very much. I like you too. Well, okay. I'm glad you said it, man. All right, listen to me. Dean Thomas, be safe over there. Okay. Have a good time and try those chocolate bars when you're there. All right, my man. I will, I will talk catch up. I'll talk to you soon. And thanks for coming through today, brother. Peace. Later, Dean Thomas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.